Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and today, Rabbi Schneider explains the price of being an heir. Well, today on the program, Rabbi Schneider is going to be revealing our status in the kingdom of God. This message comes from our series titled Journeying Through the Book of Romans. And if you've missed any of our previous messages, or if you'd like to take some notes, be sure to download Rabbi's study guide. You'll find it online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Our main passage today is found in Romans 8, which is sometimes referenced as one one of the greatest chapters in the entire Bible. And Rabbi will open up today's message with a story about finding refreshment during his travels in colorful Colorado. You know, I go to Colorado several times during the year and it all started when I was extremely just tired, not just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. This is going back now a little over five years ago. And I really wanted to get deep into nature just to be alone with God, to replenish myself. And when we we got to this place that we were staying in in the mountains that year, I just went outside and I laid down. I just put my head down on the pine needles that were on the ground. There was a river running beside me. And I just opened my heart. I said, Lord, just come and refresh me. Just come and restore me. And there's something restorative that the Holy Spirit does for us when we connect with him through nature. We're going to be looking today in the book of Romans, chapter number eight, And we're going to see how the Bible tells us that even nature itself, even God's physical creation is in a state right now groaning, waiting for its full release when Messiah returns and sets creation free from the oppressive power of sin that is present on the earth. And so there is this dichotomy going on right now. There's something to be absorbed through the beauty of the Lord's creation. And that's why I come to Colorado. There's something in connecting with God in stillness, being surrounded by his majesty. I mean, the beautiful trees towering hundreds of feet high, the clear, incredible rivers, the snow-capped mountain peaks, the crisp, fresh air, uncontaminated by carbon monoxide, etc. There's something about being in an environment like this that connects us to the majesty of God. That's why the Bible tells us that God's invisible attributes are clearly seen in the things that he's made. Now, last time we were talking about being led by the Holy Spirit from Romans chapter 8 that we're sons and daughters of the Lord, we're being led by his spirit and through the witness of the spirit that's taking place within us. We're gonna move forward today covering some new territory. As we continue in the book of Romans, I left off in the 16th verse and I wanna continue on in the 17th verse. Hear the word of God. We're children, Paul says, and heirs of God. Children and also, he said, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. There's two things I want you to think about here. Number one, that we are heirs. So listen, I'm going to read this previous verse two to put it in context. 
The Spirit testifies with our spirit that we are children of God and of children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs of Christ. Now, I want you to just stop for a second because I'm reading something that is so powerful, but a lot of times we're not impacted as we should be and ought to be and want to be by truth. What we just read, what we just heard was that we are heirs of God and heirs with Christ. Now, I want you to think about who you are and what your destiny is. We've already got done reading in Romans chapter 8 that we're sons and daughters of Hashem. We are born again. We're sons and daughters of God. We're adopted, but more than being adopted as we would think of adoption in the earthly realm. Because in the earthly realm, when someone's adopted, they're not the biological children. They're legally adopted, but they're not the biological offspring of the ones that adopted them. But when we use the word adopted in the New Testament, it's something altogether different because we're talking about not just simply being legally adopted by the Father, but when the Lord says that we're adopted, we're actually born of his spirit. We are his biological children. We've been given the gift of his own spirit by which we cry out, Paul said, Abba, Father. So you are literally, you and I are literally sons and daughters of God. I want you to get this. This is not just figurative language. You and I are literally the sons and daughters of God. We've been made partakers of the divine nature and we are in the Son, living by the life of the only begotten Son. Jesus, we are in the Son now, his own offspring. And now Paul says, not only are you sons and daughters, but you're heirs, heirs of God and heirs with Christ and of Christ. Think about your destiny. Pretty soon, you and I are going to meet Jesus face to face, rather because of his coming and manifesting his glory in the earth at his return or because of our passing away. But it's going to be happening so quick. Sooner than you and I realize we are going to be, we're going to face the Lord. We're going to see the Lord face to face. And when this happens, the Bible says, we are going to receive a kingdom. We can't even comprehend it. Eye is not seen and ear is not heard. Never has it entered into the heart of man, Paul said, the things that God has prepared for those that love him. And so I want you to get ready for your destiny. You and I have a future. This should give us joy and confidence that we are going somewhere, that we've got a bright future, that we've got a huge future and victory in front of us. I mean, we need to begin to say, thank you, Father, that you have made me your son. You have made me your daughter. Thank you, Daddy, that I am born of you. That, Father, the same love that you love Jesus with, you love me with, that I am in the Son, a son and daughter of yours. And, Father, thank you that you have made me an heir of God and an heir of Christ Jesus, that I've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And not only that, but eye is not seen and ear is not heard. It's never even been conceived of the good future that's in store for me and you. I mean, this should be reason. We should take a step of faith every day and begin to rejoice in this. 
We declare it by faith. Listen, part of being a warrior and part of living in victory is to rejoice continuously. Paul said rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoicing is not a feeling. Rejoicing is an act of the will. And the will, beloved ones, is cold-blooded. What do I mean by that? The will is not captive to our emotions. And the will is not to be captive to our circumstances. The will is captive to the Word of God. So we don't allow our emotions to control us. We don't allow our circumstances to control us. But we take a hold of God's Word by our will. And you and I, every day as warriors, we want to just stand up and realize, thank you, Father God, that I'm alive. Thank you that you chose me before the foundation of the world to be your son, to be your daughter. Thank you, Father, that the same love that you love Jesus with, you love me with. And thank you, Father, that you made me an heir. You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. So please keep listening. Did you know that you can connect with Rabbi right on your phone? The Rabbi Schneider app is packed with resources, videos, and a daily devotional that are designed to help jumpstart your day. The Rabbi Schneider app is free, bringing you inspiration and encouragement 24 hours a day and seven days a week. Simply search for Rabbi Schneider in your phone's app store and download the app today. We are so thankful for everyone who gives a financial gift of support to this ministry. And perhaps today is the day that you decide that you would like to deepen your commitment to discovering the Jewish Jesus. The best way to do that is to sign up to become a monthly partner at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Or you can call us at 800-777-7835. Together, we can help others prepare for Jesus' return. And now, let's get back into the second half of today's message. So Paul says, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. If indeed, here's the new section, if indeed we suffer with him so that we might also be glorified with him. Now let's once again take a pause and take a step back to be able to refocus what the Lord just said. We are heirs, Paul reveals, if indeed we suffer with him so that we might also be glorified with him. What do I want you to take? That there's some suffering involved here. Paul said, you're going to receive this inheritance that there's no words to explain how glorious it is. If indeed we suffer with him so that we might reign with him. There's a price to pay. That's why Jesus said, he that wishes to come after me must pick up his cross, deny himself and follow me. Jesus said, if the world loves you, woe is you. And so we have to recognize, beloved, that there's a price to pay for being a son and a daughter of God in this earth, and it involves suffering. And Paul said, we're heirs of God and heirs with Christ. If indeed we just got done reading, we suffer with him. What does it mean to suffer with him? It means many things. Part of it means is you're willing to be rejected because you stand for Jesus. I mean, we need to be willing to be identified personally as a Jesus lover. 
I mean, we are moving now in a culture that is becoming more and more anti-God, anti-Christian, anti-Jesus. But you and I are those that are blessed to be able to share in Jesus' sufferings. Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they persecuted you. I want to encourage you, stand in your faith of Christ. Don't ever be ashamed. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words in this wicked generation, he said, I'm going to be ashamed of you when I come again in the glory of my Father with the holy angels. So recognize that we will suffer for being Christians, and we need to be willing, beloved ones, to pay the price. Let's continue on and see what Paul says next here. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Listen again. Paul said this, because he just got done saying, we're heirs with Christ if indeed we suffer with them so that we'd be glorified with them. Next he says this, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. In other words, yeah, you're gonna suffer a little bit right now, but the amount of pain that you're gonna experience is not even worthy to be compared to the great reward that is yours, to the great glory that you're gonna be brought into, to the fullness of your inheritance. So let's be willing to be warriors and toughen up a bit and recognize, yeah, there is a price to pay. There is a price to pay, but the price that we pay is not worthy to be compared with the glory that awaits us. Remember Paul said that before he met Jesus, he talked about his lifestyle. He says he was a Hebrew of Hebrews, a Pharisee from the tribe of Benjamin. He was educated under Gamaliel, the leading Jewish sage of his day. I mean, Paul had respect, he had position, he had power, but he said all these, all those things, he gave up, he let them go, that he might be found in Christ Jesus, not having a righteousness of his own derived from the law, but a righteousness that comes from Christ. And he said, he considered what he gave up, Paul said, but dung, when compared to the value of knowing Christ Jesus is Lord. Paul said, I consider what I gave up, but rubbish, when you compare it to what I've gained, a relationship with the living God through Yeshua, my Messiah. And so, beloved, I want to encourage you today. The Bible says, friendship with the world is enmity or hostility towards God. We can't be accepted by the world all the time and still be a vibrant, passionate lover of Jesus. Jesus said, don't think I've come to bring peace I've come to bring a sword to separate a man from his wife, a mother from her daughter. He said, he that loves father, mother, even his children more than me is not worthy to be my disciple. And so beloved, Paul is just talking about the incredible privilege that we have, the incredible destiny that awaits us, the identity that we have as sons and daughters, but we should also realize Yes, there's a price to pay for this. Very small price, but a small price to pay. We share in the sufferings of Jesus that we might be glorified with him and enter into the fullness of our inheritance. 
Paul said in the book of Philippians that we've been chosen not just to reign with Jesus, but to suffer with him as well. And suffering comes in many different ways. There's the suffering that takes place because we deny ourselves in order to do God's will. That hurts. Many different things. Jesus didn't want to go to the cross. He said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. And the Bible says he was sweating drops of blood, such excruciating suffering he was going through in order to be obedient. But the Bible says he became obedient to the point of death even death on the cross. Therefore, God highly exalted him and gave him the name above every name that is the name of Yeshua Mashiach. Every knee will bow and tongue confess that Jesus of Nazareth is Lord. So there's a suffering that you and I experience in terms of participating in the sufferings of Jesus when we too choose to deny ourselves to be obedient to the Father, just as Jesus did when he picked up his cross and got nailed to it. And so we have to realize that it's not about our feelings. It's not about our emotions. It's not about what we want. Suffering comes to us when we follow Jesus who said, but Father, not my will, but thy will be done. Remember, as Jesus was going to the cross, he said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. But then he said, but not my will, Father, but thy will be done. And then he continued on and let himself be nailed to the cross. See, we share in the sufferings of Jesus when we do the right thing, even though it hurts us to do it. When we humble ourselves, because the Father has called us to humble ourselves. When we go to somebody and ask for their forgiveness, even though that might be hard to do in the flesh, but we know the Spirit is leading us to do that. So many ways, but when we're following Jesus, there is a suffering that's involved but the Bible says that by being obedient and sharing in his sufferings, we receive a name that only God and you and I as individuals will know. And we're gonna reign with him forever in glory. And then Paul continues on here from the 19th verse through the uh, 22nd verse. And he talks about once again, just creation right now, even being subject to slavery. And even as I'm speaking, there's all these atrocities that are taking place in nature with tsunamis and huge forest fires wiping out masses of the tree species and pandemics, etc. Yes, creation itself is in slavery, but soon Jesus is returning. And my question to you and I today is this, when he returns, will you be standing in faith waiting for him? Will you be in love with him, keeping your oil burning at his return? Because if you do, beloved, you'll understand the verse that I just read. Eye is not seen and ear is not heard the things that he has prepared for those that love him. This is Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and you're listening to Rabbi Schneider. Well, today, Rabbi really laid out the price of being an heir. And if you'd like to find out more about Jesus and the price that he paid for you and me, then let me invite you to go online to discoveringthejewishjesus.com, and you can learn more about how you can start a new life in Messiah. That website, once again, is discoveringthejewishjesus.com. 
whiteheartpodcast.com. Then just click on the white heart in the middle of the page. You know, yesterday wrapped up our Partners Month celebration, and we connected with so many people who told us that their lives are being changed every day through Rabbi's authentic and uncompromising teaching of God's Word. And to share a little more insight into his strategies for partnering, here is Rabbi Schneider once again. Beloved, in journeying through the Book of Romans, we discover the key truths relating to our salvation. Paul begins by telling us the whole world is guilty before the Lord and that no man can save himself by his good works. Then Paul introduces the grace of the Lord through the person of Messiah Yeshua. Finally, at the end of the book of Romans, beginning in chapter 12, Paul tells us how you and I ought to respond to this great grace that Father God has given us. Paul urges us to offer up to the Lord our bodies as a living sacrifice, and he tells us next not to be conformed to this world. This ought to affect every area of our lives, including, beloved ones, our finances. If you're not fully offering to the Lord a sacrifice of praise with your finances, or if this ministry is blessing you by the Father's grace and you have not yet offered up to Him a sacrifice of praise financially through it, I simply want to ask you, beloved one, to do that today. There are several easy and convenient ways you can sign up today to become a monthly partner. First, you can automate your monthly gift online when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com or if you've got your phone handy, give us a call by dialing 800-777-7835. As our way of saying thank you for your monthly donation, we'll send you the latest copy of our insightful and encouraging newsletter along with Rabbi Schneider's message of the month. And if you sign up to become a new monthly partner, we'll send you an additional gift of appreciation, an authentic shofar that's handcrafted in Israel. This beautiful instrument will be a tangible reminder of your commitment to serving in God's kingdom. And we invite you to receive one today. And then, did you know that we have an interactive and engaging mobile app? The Rabbi Schneider app is filled with a variety of resources and tools like Rabbi's articles and links to all of our social media platforms, such as YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then don't forget that if you haven't signed up to receive our daily devotional, you can do that right now. Start your day with a boost of faith delivered right to your email inbox when you sign up at rabbidevotion.com. And right now, let's wrap up today's message, The Price of Being an Heir, with a special blessing. The ironic blessing in the book of Numbers, chapter 6, is not a blessing that comes from an impersonal being out there somewhere in the heavens. This special blessing comes from a person, Yahweh, God Almighty, our creator and maker. So receive God's blessing into your life right now. Yahweh, 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 Panavelecha, ve asem 
bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift you up with his countenance and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you and shalom. If you'd like more information about Discovering the Jewish Jesus, visit our website at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And while you're there, let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us again tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider shares God's purpose for all things. That's coming up Thursday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.